0: Good morning, Jackson, Mississippi, and all surrounding areas. You've tuned in to the free-range human show of choice, your daily dose of reality radio. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I am, of course, Clay Edwards. We are live in the Mack Hike of Flowood, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram Studios, out here at the lovely Cotton Exchange Plaza in Florida, Mississippi. And that, my friends, is a mouthful right there. Good morning everybody. It's chilly out there this morning, but uh we will make it. At least it's not raining. That is a drastic improvement over the last few days. Yesterday was just slap nasty. I didn't feel like doing anything at all, but I did. I got up cuz I'm a soldier. I got up, went to work, came here, did this. I saw I somehow survived all the bad weather. <laughs> All right, if you want to text into the show, the Guns and Gear text line 769-241-1944. The Mac Hike of uh, Flowwood Studios, the phone line here is 601-879-0002. Love to hear from y'all this morning. We're going to kind of freewheel it a little bit today. I don't have a whole lot that I'm just absolutely fired up about, but I do have One thing I want to start with, and I was just sitting around last night, working out, flexing in the mirror, all that stuff, and I I just got to thinking about something. I got to thinking about, you know, it it, it always, when I meet you guys out in public, one of the things y'all tell me, or you send me emails and stuff is, you know, thank you for saying the things that we wish we could say. And my thing is always like, well, I do appreciate that. You guys need to start saying them. You need to start standing up and saying them. Common sense. You know, you can be anything you want to in America. You can pretend to be anything you want to in America. You can hate openly as much as you want to in America unless you're a conservative. You can express your political views at work on your clothing. Anywhere you want to, unless you're conservative. You know, everybody is so worried about being openly conservative or Christian for that matter, even if you're not just hardcore into politics. You can openly express anything you want to do. You can pretend to be a man, you can pretend to be a horse, you can pretend to be a dog. You can pretend to be transhuman, transgender, transvestite, anything you want to be. But if you're openly conservative and openly a Trump supporter, you're a racist, bigot, homophobe, transphobe, blah, 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 Nazi, all that. You know, people get fired for being Trump supporters, for saying MAGA on Facebook. And I tell you what, we got to stop that. It's time to stand up and stop that. Say it all the time, man. They can't fire everybody. They can't do it. You think they're going to get some Democrats to work? Ain't no Democrats working for anybody other than the city of Jackson and the state of Mississippi. They ain't going to work, not consistently anyway. Let them find out real quick. Let let your employer F around and find out who shows up to work and actually gets stuff done and who doesn't. So I'm challenging everybody to go into work today, post some political stuff on Facebook, Talk about Donald Trump at the water cooler. Call out this nonsense drag queen happy hour, drag queen story time. Put your foot down. Wear your MAGA shirts. Wear your anti-Joe Biden stuff to work. Stand up for your damn selves. Quit worrying about what's going to happen. There ain't going to be a country to live in, much less work for, if we don't. Stand up now. They are taking everything. Everything these people told us Donald Trump was doing, Joe Biden is doing right in our faces. Stealing classified documents. Working side deals with foreign countries. I still get disgusted every time y'all act like. We should be fighting for Ukraine, standing for Ukraine. That is nothing but a money laundering operation for Joe Biden and Hunter Biden and all these Democrat politicians and frankly conservative politicians, too. They're all one and the same. There's only a few good folks up there in D.C. And they're becoming less and less every day. And we got some of the absolute worst statewide representation. In Mississippi that we could possibly have up there. I mean, like Maxine Waters says, you start seeing these Roger Wickers of the world out in public, make them uncomfortable. I mean, this guy's calling for a nuclear war over a money laundering country in Ukraine. Oh, we're going to have to go to, go to have nuke Russia. Anyway, I'm getting a little off my, my, my point. If you get fired from your job or you get reprimanded from your job for your political views, Please let us know so we can hold your employer accountable. Because I have no problem doing that. I have no problem holding your employer accountable. Unless they're also firing the Democrat or the left wing nut job, the LGBTQ, Elemental P, BLM, purple haired barista for their political views. Fair is fair. You know, I sit there and I look at what's going on in Jackson. You know, this far-left way of doing things, as my intro says, you positive solutions only, people. I ain't seeing too many positive solutions. Y'all been in charge for a while now, and things have only gotten marketably worse. I mean, can anybody tell me one statistic that's positive that Jackson is doing better in under far-left nut job leadership? Schools are as bad as any school system in the country. Murder rate murder capital of the world. STDs, capital of the world. Infrastructure's crumbling. Don't have water. Mayor looks like Drake. I mean, can somebody tell me one positive thing? 6,000 of the 9,000 businesses that were registered in the city 10 years ago have left. Come on, I'm waiting. Hell, down at the Capitol yesterday, they, um, <clears throat> what am I trying to say here? Down at the Capitol yesterday, they passing a bill to make Jackson have to spend its 1% sales tax on what it was intended to spend it on, which was water. But well, They are mad about that. But well, we got 600 million coming, 800 million coming. It ain't in the bank yet, hoss. You got to pay for what you got. Big brother's tired of paying for you. I got a story here <clears throat> that I would like to uh I was here it goes. <clears throat> I I I send myself an email every day with my show prep links, and I forgot to send it this morning and it didn't even save to my draft, so I'm having to kind of dig for this in live time. Here's about a bill that uh, is a house approved bill mandating Jackson 1% funds go towards water sewer it says a bill that would mandate Jackson to use its 1% state 1% sales dollars strictly hold on that don't sound right a bill that would mandate Jackson use its 1% sales dollars strictly on water and sewer infrastructure has cleared the house but we know it probably won't clear the senate because Delbert the democrat is going to bend the knee to, um, to all the democrats over there Says on Thursday, representatives approved HB 1168, which would require all money generated by Jackson's 1% infrastructure sales tax to go to water and sewer and related infrastructures. The tax was approved by a ballot referendum years ago and is in addition to the regular state sales tax placed on all commercial transactions. The bill also would require that the Department of Public, I mean, that the Department of Revenue without withhold funds from the city if it failed to follow annual reporting requirements related to tax. To the tax. The measure passed 76 to 41 votes following more than an hour of heated debate. A motion to reconsider has been entered. Many members of the Jackson delegation questioned the timing of the bill, asking why it is necessary now that, that nearly $800 million in federal funds has been allocated to the city for water repairs. Rep. Trey Lamar, who we need to get on the show because he's doing a lot to punch Chakaway in the nose. And uh, I, can't, I think I like this guy. Uh, Rep. Lamar, the bill's author, said the funds haven't hit the bank and the city's third party water administrator is looking for funds to address the water needs. Now, Ted Hennepin was appointed interim third party administrator over Jackson's water as part of as, as part of a November 2022 court order. He wants new revenue stream to come in to help these meters all over Jackson that are not metering the water and not allowing him to collect the fees, he said. He's been quoted as saying that it would cost somewhere around around $10 million to really help the system. Hennepin was referring to the $10 million the city pays each year to maintain the current meter system. Lamar, who represents Lafayette and Tate counties, said he had not spoken with Hennepin regarding the bill. He said his office is always open if he wanted to meet. He has also not spoken to any members of the 1% Commission, the 10-member panel that oversees how Jackson currently uses the, <clears throat> the sales tax. And they, they're saying that they, it, it needs to continue to go to roads and bridges, but it don't go to roads and bridges. When I had my club downtown, they, they added another 1% sales tax downtown for the downtown business district to pay for that, that um, convention center. We see how well that worked out. They can't even keep the water on down there to it. Sorry, I rarely drink water in the middle of talking. But all this congestion I've been dealing with all week, got some drainage going on. I know y'all want to hear that. So anyway, Jackson can't act right. So the adults are having to step back in and fix their problems. So they can't manage money. I mean... Jackson is the equivalent of a buy-here-pay-here here car lot customer. They, they they get a little money. They get that tax return every year. They run, go put that money down. Then they don't make a dang payment. The car gets repoed. And the same thing happens again next year. Every year, it's just rents repeat. Get that three, four, dollars 4000 $5,000 tax return. That What is it called? Unclaimed, uh, uh, unearned tax credits. Then <clears throat> run right around. Go get another car. Then never make a single payment on it. Just drive it till they find it. That's how Jackson acts. The adults have stepped in and said, We're not going to take this no more. We're going to, we're going to control y'all for better or worse. Kicking and screaming. Kicking and screaming. All right. Look, I got another story I want to play, but we're going to take a break real quick. Somebody has stepped off the plantation in Jackson. It says that he wishes his neighborhood was in the CCID, the Capital City Improvement District. I'm going to play I'm going to play this man's video here in a minute. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 1039 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. I'm live here in the Mac Hike of Flowood Studios. on a what is shaping up to be a pretty nice Friday out there. I see the sun coming up. Y'all stay safe out on the roads. This segment is going to be brought to you by Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's. Man, look, it's Friday. It's the weekend. You're going to be out tonight. You don't feel like cooking dinner, whatever the case may be. Get out to Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's. Dine in. They got a nice little setup going on out there. It's really, I walked in the other day. I had to stop by and visit. And it's kind of reminded me of Cheers in there. They got a bunch of little neat stuff all over the walls. On the weekend, they have a little live entertainment, uh, kind of a, one-man band type deal up there on the on the stage. You get your pizza, you get your daiquiris. They got a full-service bar, a lot of high-end uh, liquors, and just a lot of really good, hard-to-find stuff. And, of course, they got pasta, burgers, appetizers, the whole nine yards. And, hey, if you don't feel like getting out and going in, get it to go or order. And they'll get it delivered from all your major uh, food delivery apps. And they're open late. They open daily at 4 p.m., And they're open late. I mean, they are still slinging pies out of there after midnight on the weekends. So check them out. Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's. Try that pig, pig, pig. You will not regret it. All right. I got a clip here from WLBT about West Jackson residents says he would like to be included in the CCID. And he is jealous of the folks who are in it, who are actually getting some policing. Let's play this.
1: Controversy continues over Mississippi House Bill 1020. The bill would expand Jackson's Capital Complex Improvement District and appoint special judges for that district. While some city leaders and citizens are pushing back against the bill, one West Jackson resident wants his area to
0: be... Those that are pushing back are idiots.
1: Be ...included in the expansion. Morgan Harris is live in West Jackson now, where there was gunfire in this area this morning. I'm here on Capitol Street where a shooting occurred this morning. Today, I spoke with Mr. James Brooks, a resident of West Jackson for over 40 years, and he says instances like these are the reason why he wants Capitol Police to expand their jurisdiction to his area. James Brooks has been a resident of West Jackson for over 40 years. He believes that his area could benefit from being under Capitol Police's jurisdiction.
2: And I'm starting to feel very envious of those people who are
0: included in the CCID. Now just so y'all know, this is an elderly black man saying this, this is not an elderly white man. So this elderly black man who probably dealt with real racism growing up and knows what real racism is, is saying he would like to be protected by the Capitol Police. And uh, I'm left out here to depend
2: on a police department that doesn't have enough money to put enough police on the street to maintain law and order.
1: If House Bill 1020 passes, one of the many changes that would occur is Capitol Police will expand its jurisdiction to include Northeast Jackson, the area where Brooks lives will not be included.
2: Why are you adding the CCID, the Capitol Police, to Northeast Jackson when we're less than five minutes away from downtown?
1: Just this week, state lawmakers Hines County
0: well, let me answer that for you there, sir. It's because West Jackson's lost. So is South Jackson. They're, they're lost. I mean, there's still good people like yourself that live there, but they are lost calls. That the, North Jackson isn't completely a lost cause yet.
1: County supervisors, Jackson's mayor, and church leaders gathered at the state capitol to protest House Bill 1020 they feared would give the state control of a large portion of the capital city without any accountability. Brooks agrees. He had this to say about Representative Trey Lamar of Senatobia, who authored the bill.
2: I can say this. You cannot talk for me and you living in Senatobia. Senatobia has less than 20,000 people. Check the demographics. So why is this guy going to come and then make these suggestions about what should be in Jackson and he doesn't know the ground in Jackson? He needs to walk in our shoes.
1: Jackson City Councilman Vernon Hartley says expanding Capitol Police's jurisdiction isn't going to give the city of Jackson what it needs, which is more community policing.
2: Um, you know, I embraced a community oriented policing uh, uh, project where the police are integrated into the community to prevent crimes in the first place. And so that's why it's important for us to have Jackson. Um, uh, a police Department involved, and it's important to have them out into the communities.
1: I reached out to the author of the bill, Representative Trey Lamar, but did not receive a comment back.:
0: All right, so <clears throat> Trey Lamar's owner, didn't he 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 authored the bill to make Jackson have to use the one percent sales tax on water. Which I would be okay if they used it, if they had to use it on roads and bridges too, or just only on roads and bridges, since that's what they're saying they need it for. I got a call during the break from from uh, R- Ricardo, <clears throat> and he was telling me, you know, they're talking about roads and bridges. Yeah, there's a dang, I forgot where he said, Bailey Avenue, somewhere like that, over where he works. He said there's been a pothole here for over a year. And they're not using it on roads and bridges. Can somebody tell me any road they fixed? Are they, they're not using it on roads and bridges. They're using it on consulting and studies. Consulting firms and studies. They contribute back to their campaigns. So that that's where that money's going. Um, And again, they're not going to expand the CCID into West Jackson. Now, should they? I, yeah, sure. Yeah, I, if they said they were doing it, I'd have no problem with it, obviously. You know, start arresting some bad guys. we got to find somewhere to start locking them up at. Man, I don't think Raymond can hold them all. I know Jackson's getting a hold of a facility close to being ready. But, uh, you know, we need to build a tent city somewhere and start locking these bad guys up. I mean, you got to arrest, catch and release, catch and release, catch and release all you want. These judges in Jackson are trash. You know, that's one of the biggest issues in Jackson, are these trash judges. You know, the cops can only do so much. That's why the CCID needs to be able to appoint their own judges, judges that aren't bought by by local lawyers. Free Anthony Fox. That's why. So somebody texted a second ago and said, "Am I not going to talk about the Chinese spy balloon?" I will. I will talk about the Chinese spy balloon. Bad China. Donald Trump was right. And when I say it doesn't interest me, it's, it's not that I don't find it gravely important. Uh, we definitely need to be shooting down Chinese spy balloons and holding China, China accountable. But I don't have a whole lot to say about it. You know, this show's not really about that. Let's take a call here from Derek. Hey, brother, you on there?
3: Hey, brother. Um, Hey, just wanted to say real quick, um, you mentioned Ukraine earlier. Um, I wanted to add something to your your, um, thought process. Do you know that American um, mercenary group went over there called uh, Mozart? They gone broke. They gone what? They gone broke. That means they wasn't getting money from the Ukraine government, that money that we were sending them. Shocker. Very. Um, the, 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 the news reporter said that, um, I can't remember the owner of the Mozart group's name as he stood there telling his troops that there was no more, that his men, that there there was no more money or there wasn't any money. So So they just go to the fact that Zelensky is not getting the money to the troops on the ground.
0: No, I mean, so what is Mozart?
3: Mozart is kind of like, um, a private security firm started by a, a Marine veteran that's been over there on the ground with Ukraine. You know, the Americans that wanted to go to Ukraine to fight, they go with the Mozart group. Now he's broke.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, not not, interesting. not, surprising. Not surprising, but interesting.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, they told him not to go over there. Yep.
0: Yeah. What else you got going on, man?
3: Um, also, um, Paul Pelosi's video, a lot of the body language experts are coming out and saying that this video is kind of odd because it's like they were both shocked to see the police. And looking at Paul Pelosi's body language, um, one body language expert, um, Enrique uh, Lo- Rojas, said that, you know, he don't know if it was weird, the fact that he was in his underwear, but his body language is clear that he's he's laughing and shocked and surprised, and that it's clear that these guys know each other.
0: Yeah, I, as we suspected, uh, Paul Pelosi was standing there in his underwear, he got he got clubbed upside the head. I mean that that was legit. That was a strange video. That was a yeah. strange video. I, cause I mean I I'm sure there were still some. Well, I can't say that. I forget I'm on the radio sometimes, but uh, there were some shenanigans going on.
3: Yeah, yeah. That was that was some that was some high the rainbow roll yeah. going on. Oh, yeah, the,
0: yeah. There, there was definitely some alphabet <laughs> mafia stuff going on.
3: <laughs> yeah, alphabet soup.
0: Yep. <laughs> <laughs>
3: hey, also uh, with the capital police thing and and policing and stuff in general, you've always heard me say this. My father, you know, I'm third-generation law enforcement. My niece will be 4th Gen, and my cousin in Biloxi is 4th Gen. But I was always taught that every now and again, you got to let the public know that you're capable of running things, and that's what the Capitol Police is doing. And then sometimes, in Jackson's case, you wait a little too late. Y'all, all of this these issues can be fixed if you can just tackle one problem, one issue, and the other will start tumbling down like dominoes, and that's your corrupt government. Have a great day, my friend.
0: You too, brother. Stay, stay safe. huh you know what Derek just said there about tackling one problem. You know, one of one of my very very first interviews I ever did on my podcast, I went out and talked to Fred Shank's dad, Doug, who was commissioner of the city of Jackson before the before the city council existed. And I asked him, I said, Doug, if you were in charge, how would you save Jackson? He said, You got to pick one house on one street. And just start. You got it brick by brick, one by one. And you just got to start. So if you start in the dead center of Jackson and just work your way out one street at a time. And that is also how I believe they're going to have to fight crime. And what they're doing with the CCID. They're targeting one area at a time. getting it, Getting it taken care of. Getting it where you can feel a little safe and you know it's it, look when it, when something's this far gone it ain't no quick fix that it's going to get worse before it gets better in Jackson you're fixing to have a city that's going that's going to go for long periods of time without water as they start repairing these pipes and old pipes continue to burst because the water pressure is more than they can handle this is not going to get better anytime soon Jackson has not hit rock bottom yet. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. I do have this uh, Pentagon spy balloon, not Pentagon, <laughs> Chinese spy balloon article pulled up. So in case y'all have missed that, I will touch that on the other side of this break. Right back on 103.9 WYAB. Again to the Clay Edwards Show. I want to welcome a new partner to the show. we were going to do this Monday, but we'll just uh, we'll plug it today, man. Battlefield Drag Strip out there in Collinsville, Mississippi is under new ownership, new management. My buddy uh, Garrett Rudd, who was in here last Friday with me, has uh, decided to come on and uh, partner up with me and let us help promote this racetrack. So we're really excited about that. They kick things off next Friday with a, test t- a no-prep test-and-tune night, and then they got a big no-prep race uh, over the weekend. We'll get you all the details about that next week. But we're really, really excited to have Battlefield Drag Strip right here as a partner on the Clay Edwards Show. Going to be good times going into the spring and summer. A lot of big events, a lot of big racing. If you like the show Street Outlaws, a lot of that kind of stuff. But look, man, I ain't got to talk to y'all about drag racing. Y'all know what drag racing is. But it's going to be some good family fun out there. So be ready. We'll have a, at some point I assume we'll have a uh, Clay Edwards Show, WYAB Day out there. (laughs) <laughs> I'll come set up and uh, do something, give away some bumper stickers or something. <laughs> anyway, uh, go follow them on Facebook, Battlefield Drag Strip. You can also check out their website. I believe it's battlefielddrag.com. Uh, if I've got that incorrect, I will correct myself. But uh, for right now, we'll say battlefielddrag.com. And uh, keep up with all the big events coming out there. And so it's less than 90 minutes from Jackson, too. I like it from. I, I Googled it yesterday from work. It was going to be 88 minutes was the drive. So that's about the same amount of time it takes to get down to Hattiesburg. So six one-way, half-dozen, the other Battlefield drag strip. Going to be a blast out there this spring and summer with uh, tons of drag racing fun. All right, I'm live here in the Mack Hike of Flowood Studios. Now, there's an idea. Go over to Mack Hike and buy one of those uh really fast Challengers and Chargers and go down and take it down to Battlefield and race it. Just get it off the streets. Get down there and uh, safely race. Oh, uh, let's see here. <clears throat> we ended that last segment, and I, I got asked about the Chinese balloon thing. So I got a couple things pulled up here. So, over Montana, there was a uh, Chinese spy balloon floating over the state of Montana over the last few days. This is on the Gateway Pundit. Uh, Brig Jen Pat Ryder told NBC News the United States government has detected and is tracking a high-altitude surveillance balloon that is over the continental United States right now. Ryder went on to say once the U.S. government was notified about the floating balloon, they immediately started to notify officials in Montana to protect sensitive information. Nobody in the government seems to be protecting anything sensitive except the Epstein client list. Well, everybody's got classified documents parked in a garage next to the Corvette, man. See here. Flights were temporarily grounded on Wednesday after many noticed the UFO. Could you imagine? This thing is the size of three school buses, they said. Let's see here. The gateway pundit breaks their stories up really bad with ads. Says the balloon is the size of three school buses. NBC News reported Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin, chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff General Mark Milley, and other commanders reviewed the threat. The Chinese stratospirit balloon and represented several options to Joe Biden. After evaluating the threat, the U.S. military, along with the White House, opted not to shoot down the balloon. Debris from floating device could possibly injure a civilian. It says uh, a video from local residents captured the suspected device. All right, that, I, I just can't do the Gateway Pundit stuff. They just way too many ads. But I did see my buddy Topher made a point. On uh, on his Instagram. And we've had Tofer here in the studio a couple times. From Mississippi. He says uh, people shocked at the Chinese spy balloon over Montana. Will be in shambles when they learn about TikTok. Think about it. Military leaders advised the president not to shoot it down. Because it posed no threat. Yet they have banned the app on government phones. So. <clears throat> yeah. I mean China. China is obviously a threat. But China owns Joe Biden. And Hunter Biden. So, they ain't shooting down nothing to China's. Donald Trump, right again. China. Got a text you on the Guns of Gear text line. It said, balloons spreading viruses from China. Oh, sure. Just, just like uh, uh, chemtrails coming out of the planes. Just misting COVID over everybody. Maybe the Democrats were right. We should be wearing masks. <laughs> you know, no, I tell you what it's misting over everybody is mRNA. Got to make sure everybody gets that vaccine. Have y'all seen this nonsense about speaking of spreading MRNA? Have y'all seen this nonsense about them injecting the MRNA vaccine into our cattle? So when we eat the beef that we get vaccinated? Well, they came out and they tried to fact check it and say this is not true. They only put it in some of the beef. Okay, so they're still putting it in beef. All the more reason to use Stonington Farms. Advertiser here at the station. That's stoningtonfarm.com. And I mean, cheap plug there, but seriously, know where your beef is coming from. Know that it's not tainted with mRNA. I can't believe we're having this conversation. But conspiracy theorist, right again. Can anybody tell me the last time us conspiracy theorists were wrong about something? And, and 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 don't mention Q. I had nothing to do with that. Let's take a call here on the uh, Clay Edwards Show dot com hotline. Hey, you're on there, Clay. Hey, what's up?
4: That's what's going on with the egg shortage. They, uh, I heard they was talking about the egg yolks help fight COVID.
0: Well, I, I eat a lot of egg yolks, egg yolks.
4: I love eggs. They're just less right now. I've been going kind of wait for the birds to start nesting something around their nest.
0: <laughs> What's going on, brother?
4: Not much, man. How are you this morning?
0: Man, I'm good. I, you know, I've been meaning to mention this for a, for a week, man. I appreciate you coming by the dealership the other day and meeting you.
4: Oh, man, yeah. It's all, like I said, I, I like to meet people face face That way you know who you're talking to.
0: It makes a difference, man, when you, when, you, when you actually visualize who you're talking to.
4: Right. We're going to have to get over and get some of them bugs.
0: I tell One you what, look, I am you ain't gotta twist my arm to go over there to back porch to say, Clay, we're gonna be at Back Porch. I'll probably beat you there. What's that saying? <laughs> don't don't meet me there, beat me there.
4: That's right. <laughs> that's right. But nah man, I would heard that, but that balloon that you you hitting on, that's what I was talking to somebody this morning about. What's in that thing?
0: Yeah, I mean you it looks know? like it looks like the Death Star from Star right. Wars.
4: But it's just hovering, they were saying this morning, so I don't I don't know. It's it's, it's getting crazy. You right about that. Joe ain't gonna do nothing.
0: You know some redneck's going to shoot that thing down.
4: If it gets close enough, it's kind of high right now. <laughs> sure. some, some, Somebody will some, be on TikTok trying to TikTok
0: it. <laughs> some, bu- some bubba with a bazooka is lining up sites right now.
4: Yeah. Well, you know, they, uh, they're they trying to you know, pass that law about the drones and stuff. You, know, you can fly over your property and have rights and everything. Because, you know, when the folks first started coming out, you know, some of them would get way on up there, and then they had to regulate them before they could get up in their uh, flight zones and stuff.
0: Yeah, I bought one. I bought that DJI, and it's got that Chinese tracking stuff on. It. It's China company. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they uh, they're really strict about it, man. I had the FF- FCC or FFA, whichever one that controls planes. They called. They reached out to me and told me I was breaking the law. I had to take a really? three. I had to take a three hour course online while I was on the phone with them. Wow! About it. I was like, so I, I don't know what all this people are saying about there aren't no restrictions on drones. There's absolutely restrictions on drones. Wow. You, I remember
4: back buy- when I was com- as a kid, we used to get kites, and that was a thing to see how far up you could get them. Yeah. And we'd go by lines, a fishing line. and, and uh, I lived on the coast for a while. You know, y'all got, would got a good breeze. We got one up so high, the jets, when they was flying through, <laughs> and they finally one of them, they took it out. And and they was fun. like, man, the law's gonna be down here. I'm like, man. That thing, I don't how power forms up. We had, we had it way up or People couldn't believe. It. I had a bunch of crowds standing around. Man, what, what are y'all looking at? I
5: said, that kite.
0: Yeah, man. I tell Where? you, what, I um, I took my drone downtown, and it, it'll let you know. It's, it's it's got the the app that you use to fly it. It'll let you know if you can if you're supposed to be doing it or not. But you can override it. You can bypass it. Because mm-hmm. breaking the law, breaking the law, breaking rules when necessary. Anyway, I got some overhead footage of uh, Ferris Street, and I made the fatal error of pointing the video back towards the federal building. You know it's illegal to take pictures of the federal building? Like, you're not supposed to take any pictures of uh, the federal buildings.
4: Well, that's what it, you see a lot of these cats on there. They confront these people when they're taking pictures, and, you know, they they try to get a warrant to make the law look bad. And, you know, and that's what I thought. I thought it was you weren't supposed to take certain pictures, you know, after 9-11.
0: You know, I, you know, I think, uh, well, I think not so much 9-11, it was after the Oklahoma City. Right,
4: right, it might be that one, too. Yeah, right. but yeah, probably
0: that. a combination of all of it. But, you know, that seems ridiculous. I mean, if I can just walk out, and I can look at the building. You can obviously take pictures with your phone. That That is something they can't control.
4: Especially with the satellite technology and all we got. You go on Google Maps and just about pull everything up. You can go to Street Views and just about pull everything up.
0: Oh, look, man, I'll tell you, uh, I don't do it anymore. But back in the day when uh, when I was over at some of the big car dealerships, people would send in credit apps, and I would just want to see where they lived sometimes, like especially if somebody put in that they made an exuberant amount of money. Right. I'm like, I wonder what their house looks like. I'd go to Google Street View and just see. I guess that's – it ain't illegal. It may be a bit weird, but it's yeah, like, Yeah, well, man.
4: they take pictures of it and everything. Because I, mean, I, uh, I know the ex when that, when that started coming out, uh, she had uh, the uh, – I can't remember. The, the ones that did the map, not the Google – and she was trying to, and it kept taking us down into a Was trying to, And I said, that, this, that restaurant's not going to be down here. So I pulled up on Google and put it on the street view. My boy was in the back, and he said, there it is right there And what part. And she's like, I said, you're supposed to be smarter than me on this stuff. You don't know about Google Maps? Come on.
0: I'll tell you what else we'll do, man. Do You'll get, and like some of these secondary finance companies, they do it too. If, if something looks sketchy on a credit app, uh, you know, about, you know, somebody will have really bad credit, but they say they make really good money. Sometimes you can go, pull, or just whatever, there, some, it'll ping. You know, you do this long enough, you'll start noticing weird things. You can go look at somebody's, um where they live, and a lot of times it's not even a house there. Right. So it, it is an interesting tool to use for banks and stuff like that, too, believe it or not.
4: Well, the technology, you know, is good. For it's it's not too far, like you are talking about now, We've been talking about drones. I guess my Facebook and Amazon will be starting to send me stuff about drones. By...
0: You know, one of the things I wish my drone had done uh, was let me put it up and go Facebook Live with it while I was flying it. Right. And I'm sure that that technology or app exists somewhere, but uh, I didn't have it. <clears throat> All right, Chris, Yuck. i got to go, brother. All right, man, have a good one. Be safe. You too. Stay safe. All right, this is the Clay Edward Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. Hey, look, this weekend, getting out car shopping. Go and see my folks. If you're looking for a new Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, get out there to Mac Hike of Flowood. They've got $4,000 off, up to $4,000 off on Ram trucks and on certain other selected inventory up to $15,000 off. Man, look, I keep saying it. So many people bought new cars at the peak of the market. Uh, about mid twenty twenty one, when things were just as high as they had ever been, and they you know people are like eh, I don't know if I like this vehicle. It was kind of what I got. It was uh, inventory was select. Uh, you know, inventory options were minimal. But anyway, people are getting ready to trade out of those. You got a lot of negative equity because the market has dropped. Uh, maybe you went into it with some negative e- negative equity. Whatever the case may be, when you when you got a new car company putting up to four thousand dollars cash back on trucks. Man, use that to get out of that negative equity. Or just, hey, that's $4,000 you can just put in your pocket, too. So get over there. Let Mac Hike help you out. If you're in the market for a good used well, let me finish up Mac Hike real quick. Um, Located right there on Lakeland Drive at Airport Road. You can shop them online at MacHikeCDJRF.com. That's short for Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. And, uh, Mac. Mack Hike, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Flowwood. I was like, where's the F? Yeah, it's Flowwood. com. Or just go to Google, type in Mack Hike, Flowwood. It'll pop right up. And they do a lot of great work on their social media, too. So hit them up on Facebook as well. All right. Used cars. If you're in the market for a good used truck, come see me at Ellis Auto Pledge. Come see me, Jason Weaver, Casey Ellis, all of us over there. Shout out to my guys back in the back, Tyler and Logan. Working the butts off, getting those cars ready for us to sell. Y'all are doing a great work. Appreciate you guys. Uh, you can shop us online at com, And I'm right there on Highway 471. Uh, if you're familiar with where Boo's Smokehouse is, I'm almost next door to it. And almost right across the street from the back porch crawfish shack. My buddy Chad Horton's place. I'll be there uh, till about 6 o'clock today. And I'll be there tomorrow, 9 to 3. But I'm leaving at 3 tomorrow. I'm going to see Vanilla Ice tomorrow night. So... I'm gonna be hitting, I'm gonna be hitting the road right at three to go home and get ready. So you got me till you got me till about. Uh, you want to buy a car? You need to be there by two tomorrow to see me. Uh, the other guys might stay later for you. I don't love you that much. <laughs> I blew right through the break. All right, welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. How about we uh, start this segment? With a little music here live from the Mac Hike of Flowood Studios. Get us in the mood for the weekend.
5: Mic like a vandal, light up a stage and watch a chump
0: like a candle. Dance here. Yeah, I'm gonna rock this mic like a vandal for another hour here on 1039 WYAB. Can't wait for it, man. The I Love the 90s tour tomorrow night out there in Philadelphia, Mississippi, at the uh, Silver Star Casino. Going with some friends and family <clears throat> to enjoy that. So, we are live in the Matt Kaika Flowood Studios, and this is the Clay Edwards Show. If you're new here, we break rules when necessary, regularly and often. We talk about all kinds of things. We are not just a political show. We call it reality radio. We talk about things that are going on in real lives every day. You guys are welcome to partake in that. You can text into the show on the Guns and Gear text line at 769-241-1944. Or you can call into the show, 601 879 Because I ain't talking about it. Don't mean I won't talk about it. So if you got something you want to get off your chest, call in. It's an open forum today. It's Friday, a little free-for-all. Let's see here. Uh, breaking news from Fox News says, China confirms balloon is theirs. A Their spokesperson claims it is a civilian research airship. Whatever that means. Uh, Thomas text in and says, You jamming, ain't it? <laughs> see, Thomas ain't so bad all the time. He's got good taste in music. A little vanilla ice. Let's catch up on some uh the Guns and Gear text lines. Sylvia says, I'm jealous, you bum. Thank you, Miss Sylvia. Roger texts in <clears throat> with an interesting story, you know, talking about uh, cars and where, police, and where people live and stuff. When I was talking about the Google Street thing earlier and uh, dealerships and banks using it to confirm people's addresses uh, on credit apps sometimes if something seems fishy. He repoed a Bentley from the Altawoods neighborhood in South Jackson. Back in 2015. Yeah, that's having your priorities straight there. Living in the middle of the gutter and driving a Bentley. Priorities. Got messed up his credit trying to big time. Now he just lives in the gutter with no Bentley. That's a bad day at the office. I've been there though, brother. I've been there. Uh, unknown, t- unknown Texture says, you know, you can't look at Antarctica on Google Maps. It's all blurred out. wonder why. Yeah, there's a lot of fishy stuff going on up there in Antarctica. I'm pretty sure that's where the spaceship is hidden, in the ice up there. The, uh, the ancient aliens, the ones that built the pyramids and all that stuff and brought us here from whatever planet we're actually from. Let's see here. Remember the movie Independence Day? Need a crop duster Air Force to take it out. Absolutely that would, man, independence day is one of those movies it and um what's the uh what's the one with Bruce Willis and the asteroid i'm drawing a blank anyway those two movies independence day and the asteroid movie with Bruce Willis and and all them every time they're on i stop and watch them every time armageddon that's it independence day and armageddon those are t- my two of my favorite movies of all time uh heck, speaking of Will Smith and Independence Day, Will Smith was in Jackson the other day, man. One of my buddies, Dwayne, got to do a little security for him. Uh said he was actually a really nice guy. So that's cool. You know, anytime you have a good a good interaction with a celebrity, or anybody for that matter, when Will Smith ain't ain't busy slapping the taste out of folks' mouths for disrespecting his wife. Uh which I mean, look, I I thought that was way overboard. You know, it's a joke, but whatever. I stand with Chris Rock. Let's see. A good, good text here says. Uh, good question. Unknown texture says. How does the spy balloon make it all the way to Montana before it gets noticed? That is interesting, right? Because your your the assumption would have to be that it got mailed to somebody somehow or another, and they they popped it up in Montana. You, I mean, that's what my spidey senses would say. So. Yeah, we'll talk about that more if you if you guys want to. Let's see here. So, okay, non-political here. Well, maybe it is political. Let's see. It's a little question of the day. And I mean, this is not Clay's thoughts and opinions. This is just something I saw. I want to get you guys' thoughts and opinions, and I'll give mine too, of course. There's a video going around of a woman at a gym, and she's trying to set up a thirst trap. And a thirst trap is women wearing, really uh, revealing clothes to the gym and doing squats and making videos of it and posting them online. You know, trying to get all those likes and comments and all that stuff. Well, this lady is filming herself doing squats in the gym and she goes down pretty far and gets stuck. And the video shows guys walking back and forth and not helping her. And I think that, a awfully convenient. She just happened to be filming this. And B, I think this whole fuss about girls say you know thinking that it's okay to dress as naked as they want to to go to the gym. Which by the way, I have no problem with that. They do not speak for Clay Edwards. If you can wear leggings, boo boo, wear leggings. They ain't for everybody. Everybody can't. Everybody. It's it's a privilege, not a right, to be able to wear yoga pants. It ain't for everybody. But if you can do it, by all means, boo boo, wear them yoga pants. But you know, a big thing online is women complaining about the way guys look at them while they're in the gym. And I think they, it's an uber minority of men that make women uncomfortable in the gym, just my personal opinion. But it's like this whole thing of we should be able to dress any way we want without being objectified, blah, 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 blah. I mean, look, I'm all for you dressing any way you want. But men gonna look at you if you dress a certain way. It just is what it is. That comes with the territory, as Kim Wade would say. That's life in the big city. You you know what you're getting into. So, the guys are walking back and forth past her, and she's just kind of stuck down in this perma squat position, with her butt almost touching the ground, her knees almost touching her chin, with the with the squat bar behind, with you know, with the bar on her neck, on her shoulders. But she's not necessarily asking for help. But it's obvious that she's stuck. But I think most men nowadays are so gun shy. But uh, and afraid of being put on blast for hitting on a girl in the gym that they don't even want to help her. But, like, you know, has feminism and all that reached us to the point where we can't even help women in the gym unless, I mean, without being vilified for it? I'm just asking, is she right? Is she wrong? What do you think about women's gym attire? Again, I have no problem with it. No problem at all, but I will say that the less you wear, the the more you're opening yourself up for compliments, unwanted or not, or wanted or not, from men. It is what it is. I just wouldn't. Don't be surprised when you're wearing pants that look like they were painted on. Of shorts that look like the 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 boxer briefs I'm wearing, booty shorts or whatever they're called. Don't be surprised if men are staring at you if you got a sports brawn and that and that's all you're wearing in the gym, bro. Guys gonna look, especially if you're doing squats. I'd be more worried about the guy that wasn't looking. I got some questions about him. That's like a protest right there, you know. Take your boy to the gym. See, you'll find out where he stands real quick. Anyway, I just saw that story and I <clears throat> thought it would uh thought it would make for an interesting conversation. I, I guess I should have a female in here to have that conversation with, not just the airwaves, but it's a it's definitely a, a conversation to be had because you see it online all the time. Girls complaining about it. I'm like, yeah, but what are you wearing? At the end of the day. I mean, yes, you should be allowed to wear whatever you want. But don't be surprised when you get attention for doing it, especially if you're attractive. Men gonna look. Shooters gonna shoot. It's what we do. Let's see here. Yes, Miss Sylvie, I knew you were talking about vanilla ice. That's that's what I said at the concert. Um Derek said uh the kind of going back to the pictures of the federal building and all that. Derek says, you can take a picture of anything you can see from the public view. The courts have ruled on this. This is a constitutionally protected activity. So that is good to know. That is good to know. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I figure that's why the FCC, but you know, then they say, well, you got to have a license to fly your drone commercially. And what they deem commercial versus recreational is quite different than what I deem commercial. And recreational, they're basically saying the only way, you, the only place you can legally fly your drone without a license, is in a uh, a defined drone flying park. Like, well, what is that? Just I just want to take a picture of some things. That's silly. It's silly. Just too much government overreach. And I guarantee you, these drone laws are, were, were put in place by Republicans. I guarantee it. They love, Republicans love taking our freedoms away. Let's take a call here. Hey, you're on there. Hi. Hey. I
5: just wanted to say to what you just said about men looking at women in the gym that's got on tight attire. The thing about it is everybody's going to look. Because I know I look, but I'm not gay. But I'm going to look. You either look good in it or you look bad in it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I, you wear stuff like that. Everybody's gonna look at you. Well, look,
0: I, I, I'm a guy, and when I see another guy at the gym that's, that that is clearly, you know, got got big huge muscles. I mean, I admire that stuff. I'm jealous of that. Like, man, I need to watch what this guy's doing because I want big bolder shoulders or biceps like that. I can
5: exactly.
0: A, I can appreciate exactly. somebody else's hard work. You know, just like right. I guess like girls can see another girl that got a big peach booty and say. Girl, I can appreciate that. How did you get that, you know?
5: Exactly. So when you wear tight attire, whether you be big or small, mm-hmm. look good or bad, everybody's going to look at you, baby. Hey, look, I'm so especially. It's all about you. It's all about you, how you feel, absolutely. comfortable or not. And if you're not comfortable, don't do it. If you're comfortable, go for it, because I do. Ah.
0: Hey, unfortunately, when somebody shouldn't be wearing yoga pants, I'm especially gonna look because it's like at watching a train wreck. It's like, girl, come on, come on, you <laughs> so ain't earned the, you, you ain't earned the right to wear those.
5: <laughs> That's true.
0: Uh,
5: but I just feel like whatever you fi- if you look like a balloon wearing a diaper, hey, if you think you look good in it, hey, wear it. Absolutely. I mean, but but I'm still I'm, I'm still, just, I'm still gonna it. look at you. That's right. But don't get offended when you have men looking at you because you have on something tight. That's believe it. Women are looking to, and not sexually, but just looking admiring what you got.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I ain't got no problem with it. But I'm just or saying
5: not admiring what you don't have.
0: Yeah. I mean they people gonna when you wear tight stuff, people gonna look. For better or for worse. You know, rock what you got. You're proud of it if you're wearing something tight. When I'm not happy with my with my body I wear big, loose, overfitting clothes. When I feel good about myself, I wear tight shirts.
5: It is what it is. And I want to thank you. I want to thank you for having a three-hour show and a two-hour show. I'm loving it.
0: Oh, thank you, man. I really appreciate it. I'm enjoying it, too. It's a a little more work, but I I like it. It gives me... (laughs)
5: I'm listening every day, and I try to get people to listen. Some people are grabbing it. Some people are not.
0: Well, we appreciate everybody out there that's listening. Yeah, well,
5: thank you
0: again. Hey, have a blessed have weekend, Lacey. Good hearing day. from you. Uh huh. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, let's take a break real quick. This is The Clay Edwards Show. We are live in the Matt Kiker Flowwood Studios on 103.9 WYAB, streaming worldwide at WYAB.com. And, of course, on the TuneIn app as well, just search WYAB. And if you miss any of the show, in and out of your car, the podcast is always available. Just search Clay Edwards Show wherever you listen to podcasts. And I did a little research the other day on all my local competitors that uh that upload their podcasts and other radio stations and stuff. We got way more subscribers than any of them, almost combined. So uh, thank you guys for that. So uh, wherever you listen to the podcast, be sure to hit that subscribe button. We are the little radio station and the little show that could over here. We'll be right back. Uh this segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at A1 Gear and Auto. Check engine light on, A1 Gear and Auto. AC not working, A1 Gear and Auto. Rear making some funny noise, absolutely A1 Gear and Auto. You got a little slip going when you're driving, you know, definitely time to get over there to A1 Gear and Auto let them figure it out. You got a little stuttering, let them get it taken care of. Man, they specialize in ring and pinion, rear end, differentials, all that good stuff. So, say it all the time. You got a Jeep, you done put some wheels and tires on it, put a lift on it. You need to make sure you have the right ring and pinion size in there or truck, you know, you know, big truck, anything. Cuz you're going to wear your rear end out, wear your transmission out, all that stuff if you're trying to run the wrong the uh, oversized tire rim with the factory gears. And then a lot of people what they'll do is they'll go just put the gears in the rear end and they won't put them in the front. And they got to match up or you can't use your four-wheel drive. Uh, so if you've recently bought a truck, a pre-owned truck, it's got a big lift or something on it, make sure that four-wheel drive works. If it doesn't, get over there to A1 gear and auto. They do everything. The only thing they don't do over there is work on diesel engines. You, know, if you need to get some some axle work, rear end work, or differential work differential work done on your diesel. Of course, they can take care of that. They just don't actually work on the uh, diesel engines. Located right there on Highway 49 South in Florence. That's A1 Gear and Auto. They're on on Facebook. Just search the name or give them a call today. All right. Appreciate Lacey calling in there. Lacey said, call it like it is. She goes, said, girl, wears something tight, whether she needs to or not. Folks going to look. guys, too, for that matter. You know, you see big, big, big overweight guys wearing really tight clothes sometimes. Like, bro, time to go back to the closet. They, you, that shirt ain't working for you no more. Those uh, those gray sweatpants look like yoga pants now. Guys ain't supposed to wear yoga pants. It's time to go back to the closet. Oh man, I bet some guys wear 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 yoga pants down in Fondren. I bet there's a bunch of that going on down there. Little little white guys with the purple hair and Black Lives Matter shirts on, wearing some yoga pants. I'm here to fight fascists. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, y'all know what I'm saying. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. All right, look, I've been trying to read this story all week, and I keep getting distracted. Jack Pasovic <clears throat> came out with something, and it really, you, you could, this could be any city in America that Democrats control. Any city in America. It reminds me a lot of Jackson. It's on humanevents.com. If you want this article emailed to you, email me clay at wyab.com, clay at wyab.com, and I will email you any of my links to any of these stories and videos that I have, uh, <clears throat> I have them saved in my email. All right, the title of this is called, I'll Never Forget What They Did to the Town Where I Grew Up. Norristown, Pennsylvania is a town of about 35,000 people along the Schuylkill. River, about eight miles outside of Philadelphia. In 2015, Norristown was named one of the 100 most dangerous cities in the United States. The crime rate was higher than 93% of Pennsylvania's cities and towns. The town's reputation is still notorious at the end of 2022. Norristown police held a public meeting to address continued increases in aggravated assaults, arson, auto theft, burglary, murder, rape, and robbery. See, I told you it could be any Democrat city in America. Growing up in a town just outside Philly, I used to know everyone on my street and play outside until the lights came on. Again, just like Jackson. My family lived in Norristown since we arrived from Poland. We don't live in Norristown anymore. Something happened. Jobs started drying up and crime started rising, even violent crime. My parents moved us out when things kept getting worse. I used to walk down Powell Street to the library once a week and get lost in the stack of books. So I used to walk down McDowell Road to the library right there next to Key Elementary. Sometimes I'd pull my wagon behind me to fill it up with new literary finds. You know, side note here, if, if kids see a kid pulling a wagon full of books, he's going to get beat up, by the way. The bullies, they're going to beat him up. Anyway, no wonder Jack Posobiec so well read. Back to the story. He said, sometimes I'd pull my wagon behind me to fill it up with new literary finds. After homeless people started stabbing each other over there, my mom didn't want me going there anymore. My Catholic school had closed down a few years before, and we transferred to another Catholic school a few miles away, where it was safer. We had a great community where kids walked to school, and families knew each other. You know, that, that was back when we were door latch kids. Isn't that what they called us, where we had a, we all just had a key to the house, because mom and dad worked? My Catholic school had closed down, oh, I'm sorry, he said... The one the other schools closed now, too, and our high school Uh, worked at Corospe Bakery in high school. And after high school, I went to Temple University in North Philly. And then I really found out what crime was like. But I didn't understand yet why no one did anything about it. It was like the leaders just left all these places to die. My dad worked at the state hospital at a mental health facility and so had my nana. I was always proud they helped people who had psychiatric issues. The one day he told us the hospital was getting, then one day he told us the hospital was getting defunded. I asked what would happen to all the patients. He said, they're graduating them. We used to play little league at Ackeys Field right across from the hospital. They'd had issues with escapees before, but with this, they didn't want us being around in case former patients lingered around. And they did just like the people out there in front of UMC when they let them out and they're naked at the bus stops and wandering around downtown naked in Jackson. It says I uh, Ended up being able to join the military. Was fortunate enough to see the world, go visit my family's homeland of Poland, lived in China even. But I never forgot what happened to the hometown where I grew up. They took it away. Now that I have a family of my own, two little boys, the concepts of community, tradition, and faith are so much more real. And there, and there are still good places for us to go, but that doesn't mean what happened in my hometown didn't happen again, and they all got away with it, just like they're getting away with it in Jackson, Mississippi. I'll never, I've never taken my boys to the street where I grew up. So if you've ever wanted to know, that's where I'm coming from. <clears throat> I could uh, you, literally, you could just take that, change out a few words, and that's my story too. I've never got to take my daughter to the street I grew up in in South Jackson. Castile Drive, right over there off Raymond Road. You couldn't pay me to drive down that street now. Could not pay me to drive down Castile, Shady Lane, any of that. I did it all a few years ago just to catalog it, get some pictures and video for the save Jackson stuff, but that's it, man. And they're just getting away with it. Nobody's doing anything to stop this. Yeah, you know, we often talk about where did it go wrong for Jackson? Where was the? When was the Rubicon crossed? I think it's plain and simple. When they elected Harvey Johnson, is when the Rubicon was crossed, and it became about reparations politics, just about just like what went on in Detroit. You know, I mean, one of the biggest blunders in the history of this city was letting Caterpillar, was it Caterpillar or Puckett? Which what's the big one out on Flowwood Drive? Puckett Machinery. I think that's it. For the sake of conversation, let's just say it was Puckett, right over there at the corner of uh, on Highway 80, right over there, down from the Metro and Saks Fifth Avenue, and down by Crochelles. When they let the one of the last large employers leave because they didn't want to dig out a drainage ditch, that was it. That was the death nil anyway. And then, of course, the Metro closes. All the crime, nothing was done. You could go on and on and on. I would love to hear you guys' thoughts on it, 601-879-0002. Where did it go wrong for Jackson? What is the one pivot point where you think it went wrong? The Guns in Your text line, <clears throat> 769-241-1944. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here in the Mack Hike of Flowood Studios thinking about starting a new segment called That's Methed Up. And uh, where we tell crazy stories about, uh, instead of like a stupid criminals of the day, we're going to really hone in to uh, meth heads and tell stories of their shenanigans. Because when the world ends, there will only be two things left. Cockroaches and meth heads. You can't kill those things. I mean, I, I was just... Talking about um this TikTok video I made the other day, well, I put it everywhere, but on TikTok it really got a lot of views. Like it's up to one hundred and eighteen thousand views. Me talking about those copper thieves cutting down a power pole in Jackson the other day, and effing around and finding out that um first there really ain't no copper in the in the power lines that they were trying to get. I mean just complete debacle. Complete debacle. We talked about it on yesterday's show. I don't want to spend the last part of the show here rehashing anything, but complete idiots. And come to find out, to the best of my knowledge, the guy who the light pole or power pole fell down and hit and then electrocuted him ain't dead. You know, I mean, what do you have to do to kill a meth head? You're like a cat. You throw them off the roof. They just land on their feet. Nine lives, I swear. Meanwhile, good folks out here dying every day. I got a random text in on the Guns and Gear text line. And uh, let's see here. He said, I got to change the subject by asking why people get away with hogging the left lane and on their cell phones while driving, yet police do nothing. Bro, the last two days, you know, living in Brandon and Rankin County there, KLLM, has their truck driving academy uh, students running around there? There were these two KLLM trucks, uh, student driver trucks, hogging up all of Highway 80 right there in the Cross Gates area. The main drag through there going five miles an hour at two o'clock in the afternoon a couple days ago. I about lost my mind. I mean, look, I am all for, I support truck drivers. I am all for y'all. And I even understand that you got to get out on the road and get your, your training. I have no problem with that. But hogging up both lanes side by side? Bro, use the radio if you need to talk to the person in the other truck. Come on, man. And then yesterday, I get off the exit in Pearl to go stop by my barbers and get my hair my hair did. And I get stuck behind another one. I like, oh, God. He got over on me right before it turned to it, so I had to sit at a red light. Anyway, I digress. But the left lane thing, the driver, people driving in the left lane, slow. I mean, look, man. I could be a habitual left lane rider, but I, if I am, it's because I'm driving fast, and, the, and there's cars I want to get around, like an extended amount of them, and I don't feel like zigzagging in and out of all of them just to stay out of the left lane. Like, if I'm going 85, In a 75. And you're wanting to go 90 behind me. You're just going to have to hang on. Because I'm not getting back over. Just because you want to go faster. It ain't my responsibility. To allow you to go 90 some odd miles an hour. Because you want to. If I'm already speeding in the left lane. To go around cars. You're just going to have to deal with that. But these people. And I see it every morning coming out here. From Brandon on the 220. It never fails. There's somebody riding 60 miles an hour in the left lane. And I've gotten to where I will just ride on their bumper and flash my headlights at them until they move, even if I can get over. Because I just want to prove a point that you're hogging up the wrong lane and somebody needs to let you know. But i tell you what is as, as annoying as that is, we have an epidemic of people riding around without their headlights on around here. I don't know how y'all can see without your headlights on. Like, to me, that would just feel like something you would absolutely know that your headlights aren't on. Now, I get it. Maybe you, you you had it on auto. I mean, I can understand why they didn't come on, especially if your interior lights are on. But I don't know how you see more than five feet in front of you if your headlights aren't on. Just, uh, there's my rant, my daily uh, bad driver rant. Thank you, unknown texter, for taking me down that rabbit hole. Uh, speaking of unknown texture, says, uh, I went to Hutto's last week to buy some blueberry plants. Decided to take the scenic route back to Byram, Ellis to Belvedere, on to tree haven down Terry Road, down Savannah, and hit the highway. It was like driving through a third world country. Uh, that's Jim that sent that in. Thank you, Jim. Yeah, you know, I used to do that some too, especially when I was working over there on Highway 80 and I was living out in Byram or South Jackson. I should just call it Byram. <clears throat> I would take the scenic route a lot too, instead of the interstate. Just or if there was a wreck on the interstate, I would get off at say Ellis, go down Belvedere to McDowell up Terry Road. And you're right, it is bombed out. Every building on down Terry Road is just boarded up with old plywood, and it's all kind of faded out and it looks gray and dreary. And uh, t- Terry Road, it don't go there. You know, especially that stretch there between McDowell and Daniel Lake. That's where all the bad stuff in the Bible happens right there. All the bad stuff in the Bible happens right there, down where People's junior, uh, Middle School is. See, I'm old enough to remember when People's was a junior high. And then they changed it to PMS. <laughs> well, I was going to Witten. I went to Witten for one year when it was a middle school before I went to high school. And uh, we were... WMS and Peoples was our rival. They were PMS, but I still chuckle about. Because I'll never not be a <clears throat> adolescent child, apparently. All right. Let's see here. I'm kind of going over my notes real quick. See if there's anything that I just really want to mention. I saw where Marshawn Chrysler has decided to throw his hat in the ring again for Hines County Sheriff. I think Tyree Jones is doing a good job. I mean, he inherited a mess over there, uh, in no small part due to uh, Chrysler being in charge for a little, being appointed for a little bit. I think Tyree is doing a good job. He's he's out in the community. He's doing good things. You know, I ain't personally got no problem with Chrysler. Don't know him like that, but I know he's a. I know he's uh He's tied in with the Chakway. Cartel, and anybody that's buddy buddy with them, ain't, I ain't good with you. You're up to no good. You, uh, it's, you're doing it for all the wrong reasons. If you're uh, if you breaking bread with Chakway and them, but hey, again, that's just one man's opinion. <clears throat> Sylvia says lots of ride shares pick up there. You talking about down there, down there in the bottom, down there in that holler in South Jackson, Sylvia? And the holler, well, you know, you always hear them talk about that in, uh, you know, like West Virginia and Tennessee and maybe parts of Alabama and Georgia. They call it the holler, the hills and the hollers, the hollers down. But I, I call it the bottom. That is definitely a holler down there in South Jackson. You, you when when, you, when it when the road dips down. If you're heading, uh, well, it doesn't matter which direction you're heading, but for the sake of conversation, if you're coming from McDowell Road, down Terry Road, going south, down there in front of the old Red Arrow and all that, the road dips down pretty low. And there's no phone service right there either. So God forbid you're driving down through there and break down or something. If you break down there, you're getting robbed, by the way. You ain't got no phone service to call anybody. I mean I don't don't even know if JPD would come or not. I mean that's like a no go zone. We talk about it all the time. No go zone. Uh anonymous texter text in and says, Clay, Tyree is not doing a good job. He is appointing unqualified people to positions of leadership, budget problems, etc. Uh, ma maybe so, but it's still got to be better than Chrysler. Again, you don't want you don't want the mayor of Jackson having any any power over the Hines county sheriff's department, and I just believe that that's all tied in together all the uh that whole set aside minority group that whole chalkway group they the, the all these uh the, the these pulpit pimps around here they're all tied in together, and the more you can separate all that the better and and, and maybe i'm maybe I'm just ignorant and I don't know. But Tyree don't come across like he is uh, beholden to all of them. Uh, Or the Hines County Board of Supervisors like Chrysler was. I mean, hell, they appointed him as sheriff. So, just my opinion. We're just going to hit some rapid fire stuff this morning. Strolling through Facebook. I don't see anything crazy. I saw where the Highway Patrol got a big bus yesterday. Somewhere here in central Mississippi like 122 pounds a pot. They built a great wall of pot behind the cruiser to take a photo. And of course, the anti, the, the the people who think weed should be 100% legal and all that were all like, y'all ain't got nothing better to do. And then all the people who hate weed, like, oh, I guess they were just on the way to open a new dispensary. Man, just... I ain't got no problem with people getting arrested for weed. I mean, if, if, it's, if it's against the law and you, you you choose to break the law, well, then you made a decision. I mean, it's like I said with Kratom. If they made Kratom a felony and I decided to roll with some Kratom and I got busted, that's probably going to be my first felony. I mean, you all make it, we all make decisions. You make that decision, I don't feel bad for you. I ain't saying that it should be illegal or not illegal or whatever, but you know it's illegal. And uh, even on the even on the medicinal side, that ain't how they transport it. You know, we have Mike Watkins in here the other day from Hilltop Farms. He also owns a medical marijuana transportation business, and they transport that stuff in armor, unmarked armored trucks. You know, you're not just rolling around with a carload of it to uh to the you know from the farm to your weed shop. That ain't how it works. It's, it's done in armored trucks, armed guards, the whole nine yards. It's a very, very secure process. So you're probably not going to see anybody pull up in their Dodge Charger with 122 pounds of pot taking it to their dispensary. You know. Anyway, this is the Clay Edwards Show. Let's go to one more break. Come back, land the plane for the week right here on 103.9 WYAB. When necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards show. Our last couple minutes of the week here. Man, we had some fun shows this week. Uh, I want to thank Allison Noe for coming in Monday, Therese April for coming in Tuesday. Wednesday, I've had Mike Watkins. Thursday, we had the Storage 24 guys, and of course, Anson Walker. Um, good stuff, man. Good stuff. Figured to close out the week. A little solo show here. I appreciate everybody, I and mean, y'all be sure to check out the podcast, Clay Edwards Show, wherever you download podcasts, or just go to com. Uh, I may not reply to all your texts, but I promise I read them. I appreciate everybody that texts in all the time, Reagankin, Sylvia, so many more of you guys, I do appreciate it, my uh, my regular texters, Derek, just everybody, man, I appreciate all y'all, Steve, my buddy Steve texted in this morning, Greg texted in this morning, much of y'all, keep on coming, man. I always enjoy it, whether it's on the text line, my Facebook, my cell phone, my DMs on Twitter or Instagram, whatever. I try to read all of it, so I do appreciate that. <clears throat> I, I tell you what, I've gotten bad about not checking the Save Jackson uh, Facebook page DMs. It's uh, That app, that, that messaging app sucks for that. It's kind of hard and convoluted to get to. It logs me out of everything every time I do it. But I'm easy enough to find otherwise. We'll be back Monday. I have another big week of shows. I'm gonna hang out this weekend. I'm going to see Vanilla Ice tomorrow night. Uh Tone Loke, Rob Bass, DJ Easy Rock. One of them's dead, so whichever one of them ain't dead, is the is the other path of that. That it takes two to make a thing go right. I don't know any other song they sing, but I'm looking forward to that. Spending some time with friends and family. It's uh when you go gas, gas, gas all the time working, it's nice to take your foot off the gas for a night and or two, and relax a little bit. This has been the Clay Edwards Show. Jim Thorne is coming up next, followed by Jameson Haygood, Dana, Charlie Kirk, and the main event himself, Mr. Kim Wade, Radio Strongman, the next mayor of Jackson, Mississippi. We'll be closing it out four to six, and we'll be back Monday, right here, 1039 WYAB and ClayEdwardsShow.com.
2: All right, you there, Jeff? Yeah, right here. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, you're fine. Um, can you hear this? I'm a... Everything I see. Are you catching that? Yes. Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate you doing this. This is a By the Absolutely. way, my wife uh, was list- letting her listen to some of your music, and uh, you got a fan here, man. <laughs>
3: oh, that's great to hear.
2: Yeah. Yeah, she likes it a lot. I do, too. Um Let's see. We've got uh, – we'll have four 10-minute segments, and uh, we'll, I'll try
4: Thanks for listening. Tune in next week as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This
0: concludes our broadcast
4: day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.